Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday the 9th of February and for the day, another stonkingly good day in the market today. 81.4 points to the good, 7,268.1, up 1.13% today. We had an open of 71.87.7. We had a high 72.68.1, which is exactly where we closed on a late surge. And we had a low of 71.83 after a tentative start. But it was all about the banks today. All about the base, as they say. CBA setting the scene, a $2 billion buyback, $4.7 billion cash profit, and a dividend of $1.75 cheering the market. Uh, We did write the other day on the machine that is the banks. And despite all the disruption we are seeing with uh, fintechs, buy now, pay later, payment systems, these behemoths continue to churn out profits. $4.7 billion cash profit. Put it in some context, uh, CBA was 26.6 index points today. With uh, ANZ up 1.7%, CBA was up 5.6% today. That is a big, big move in a stock the size of CBA. Uh, Westpac up 2.4% and National Bank up 2.4% as well. The big bank basket rose big time, $177.75. It was up 4% today. So a massive move into CBA today, 5 0.6% move. Insurers also doing well today. We had QBE up 3.2%. Suncorp kicking on with some broker comments up 1.5%. Macquarie, uh, some of the brokers were a little bit ho-hum in terms of their number yesterday, rather probably more the lack of numbers yesterday. Down 1.9% today, but they're probably resting rather than anything else before another push higher. The other big stocks in focus today were the tech stocks, where we saw a fantastic result from ComputerShare, 11.2% better. Great call from Chris the other day in ComputerShare. Hope some of you got on board that one from the newsletter technical analysis um, recommendations. Uh, 11.2% for ComputerShare, zero up 3.5%. WiseTech doing well up 4.8%. It's hip to be square, slightly left out in the lurch, but still positive 1.4% to the good. And XTX, which is the all technology index, up 3.8%. Industrials also doing well. Today, we had the likes of Woolies and Coles bouncing back. Woolies up 1.5%, Coles up 1.1%. West Farmers also bouncing back up 1.8%. Transurban doing well, 2.4% to the good. We're rapidly running out of infrastructure stocks in Australia. It was the last day today for Sydney Airport, which uh, is no, is going to be delisted from today. The scheme of arrangement has been approved by the courts. So no more SYD. If you wake up tomorrow morning and you're panicking and you're trying to find it in the uh, pricing, it is gone now. No more. Uh, We also saw rises today for Seek up uh, 3.3% and REA Group up 3.4%, as well as GMG 1.2% to the good and Centre Group up 2.4%. So pretty good gains across the board for those industrials. The fly in the ointment today was the iron ore stocks, which has been the sectors that have been doing pretty well recently. BHP fell 
0.7%. We had Rio down 0.5% and Fortescue down a big 3.6%. Why were the iron ore stocks on the nose today? Simple, really. Dalian iron futures, iron ore futures fell around 4%. Chinese authorities are once again trying to clamp down on excessive speculation and information that is not true on some of the platforms out there uh, pumping up the iron ore price. They're trying to get the iron ore price under control. Now, many of you will remember the last time the Chinese government started putting uh, some some sort of uh, roof on the iron ore price. It did not end well for some of the iron ore stocks. So it's something to keep an eye on there uh, if we do see that continued slide in the iron ore price. It has had a pretty good run up to 150 US dollars a tonne, but uh, certainly falling away at the moment. Other resource stocks not faring quite so well today. Mineral Resources had a shocker today, down 8.9% on the back of their results, showing the cost pressures that are in the system. It's all very well having high commodity prices, but if it costs you a fortune to get that commodity to market, then all that uh, high high commodity price benefit does tend to be whittled away quite quickly. Lithium stocks, though, doing relatively okay. We had Pilbara up 1.8%, IGO up 1.7%, and Alchem up 2.8%, Linus up 2.2%. Some of the golds were a little bit better, nothing spectacular. Evolution up 2.2%, Newcrest up 1.9%, Northern Star up 2.4%. Gold in Aussie dollar terms is still. 2550-ish, so no change there in the Aussie dollar gold price. Energy stocks coming off the boil slightly. Santos down 1.3 and Woolies down 0.85 as we are seeing a downward pressure on the oil price at the moment. In corporate news today, BAPCOR had some results out and denied any media speculation that they had been approached by anybody. That was probably more than the results to upset the share price down 7.9% percent today tpw which is temple and webster rose 9.7 percent on the back of their results strong start to the year apparently dgl also with results out today up 9.96 percent there's a porsche for you up uh, 27 cents to two dollars 98 a good result from them and uh, cpu we've already talked about had a great day up 11.2 percent and ddr dicker data as well uh, putting in a 7.8 percent rise today as well on the naughty side of the ledger we had push pay down 3.4 percent after an insider trading investigation was launched oh how the mighty have fallen in push pay once a market darling Uh, Now a feather duster, as they say, certainly uh, has been a big fall from around uh, 190 to a dollar in the last year or so. Nothing on the economic front today. We're still awaiting US CPI numbers, which will be all crucial and probably add to more volatility this week. Ten-year yields relatively steady, around 2.09%. In the winner's enclosure today, we had OMH. OM Holdings up 15.8%. Computer share on those results, 11.2% to the good. Phineas FCL up uh, 10.1%, but only 96,000 shares traded. DGL results, 9.96% better. Temple and Webster up 9.7%. Vulcan Energy uh, put in their application to have their stock listed on the Frankfurt Stock Exchange, enough to push them up 8%. VUL, the stock code there. Dicadata, 7.8% better. Australian Strategic Materials 
up 7.5%. That's ASM. And Dubba having a nice bounce back, up 7% there. In the naughty corner today, and there were a few in the naughty corner today, we had Syrah Resources, uh, S-Y-R, down 9.9%. Antiotech, ADO, down 9.6%. That's involved in some of the uh, rat testing technology. Mineral Resources, we've talked about, down 8.9%. BAPCOR, down 8%. Nanosonics, continuing to see broker downgrades there, down another 6% today. Renescore Resources, which has been doing very, very well recently, had a bit of profit taking today. RNU, the stock code there, down 5.8%. Brockman Mining, BCK, down 4.7%. And rounding out the losers today was Satire, down 3.9%. CTT, the stock code there, I have been bobbling around all over the place. There has been some media speculation that the founder, Dean Mintz, will be looking to sell down some of his shares. He currently owns around 66%, which does make it kind of hard uh, for the the institutions to get interested in that one. Positive sectors today. I'm going to um, paraphrase an Olympic phrase. It was banks, banks, banks for Australia. Negative sectors, iron ore miners and energy. We had that high of 72.68 and that low of 71.83. Iron ore futures in Dalian falling 4%. Chinese regulators warning against speculation. That is something to keep an eye out for. Big Bank Basket rising to $177.75, up 4%. That's a pretty big move in the last few weeks. Uh, It was around $167 uh, at one stage in the last week or so, now $177. Alltech Index up 3.8%. Gold, Aussie dollar term steady, 25.52, isn't it? Always Bitcoin slipping to $43,397 US a token. And the Aussie dollar rising to $71.61 with 10-year yields off their highs, which we saw yesterday, uh, 2.09%. Asian markets better. China up 0.3%. Hong Kong having a good day today, up 2%. And Japan up 1.1%. Currently, NASDAQ futures up around uh, 40-odd points, and Dow Futures up around 69 points. Stocks on the move today. We did see a bounce today in SightMinder, uh, one that I highlighted a couple of days ago, and it promptly fell. Dow Futures actually just popped up on the CNBC screen, up 134 points now, so doing a lot better. NASDAQ up around, uh, it's just coming through now. NASDAQ up around 71 points now, so a good rally in the US markets in the futures trading on Globex. And uh, SiteMinder, as I was saying, up 5.2% today, rebounding after that sell-off yesterday, after I said that they were one to keep an eye on, so good to see them rebound. Uh, mineral resources in the very much in the naughty corner today, 8.9% down, but the interesting thing will be whether anything that applies to mineral resources as far as those cost pressures go in the Pilbara can be extrapolated for not only Fortescue, but BHP and Rio as well. Nanosonics, brokers cooling to that one down 6%. And we did see some profit taking in one of uh, the punters' specials in recent days, Melbana Energy which had some pretty good drill results the other day, down 12.5%. Speculative stock of the day, um, certainly one that we have talked about in the newsletter uh, a number of times back in November, very keen on this one, 
as a proxy for playing tritium, which was awarded a big contract to build batteries and will be building a new plant in Tennessee. Rectifier Technology announced today that they had received an order from their partner, Tritium, for around 20 million US dollars worth of the stuff that goes into the Tritium batteries. And uh, as a result, we saw Rectifier Technology RFT, our speculative stock of the day, up 102.3%. So well done for those people that have been holding that one. And I know a few of you have been. In the news today, Nickel Mines, NIC, launches a $225 million US capital raise to fund the purchase of the remaining 30% interest in the Oracle Nickel Project that it doesn't already own. It's going to be conducted at $1.37 with $106 million US institutional placement, a $106 million conditional placement with uh, Shanghai Descent and the share purchase plan for up to 13 million bucks. I wouldn't be too concerned that you're going to miss out on the SPP. I'm sure you will get a chance to buy that at $1.37 or below. Computer share reports out today after the bell last night, which usually means it's a poor update. That doesn't appear to have been the case. First half management profit of 139.5 million US was up on last year's 117.9 million US. An interim dividend 24 was declared, which is up 4.3. But guidance for the full year, always important guidance, was upgraded. Earnings per share, US 57 cents. Prior guidance was 53.4 cents. Nick Scarley denied media speculation that the Scarley family intended to sell some of its shares in the company. Mineral Resources, MIN, swung to a first-half underlying loss of $36 million versus a $430 million profit a year ago. Earnings hit by collapse in the iron ore prices. Ironic, really, when iron ore price is $150 US a tonne. But US, uh, but mineral resources, rather, the average iron ore price achieved for the first half of 2022 was $71 US a dry metric tonne, which was a decrease of 41% on the previous corresponding period, certainly some price pressures there for Chris Ellison to deal with. The biggie today, the big daddy of all the results, Commonwealth Bank. First half cash profit, $4.75 billion, up 23% on first half 21, and ahead, well ahead of consensus of $4.41 billion. Volume growth in home and business lending. Who would have thought we're in the middle of a housing boom and the country's biggest mortgage lender had a boom as well. Improvement in the economic outlook, another contributing factor. It was mentioned 26 times in the market release, according to Tom's blurb in the newsletter today. And uh, competition headwinds with a NIM falling in line with consensus at 1.92, down 14 basis points from a year ago. $2 billion on market buyback initiated as well. Magellan Financial, MFG, Lonsec, has put eight of its global equity funds on what they call a fund watch. Make sure you have the D in there because it's not a fund watch. Maybe a little late for that, but the fund watch status indicates that no new investment into the funds is recommended because a significant change has occurred. That'll be Hamish, of course. BAPCOR today, BAP, net profit after tax for six months, fell by almost 15% to 57.7. Revenue was up 1.9%. It lifted its dividend 10 cents 
from $0.09 cents a year ago. And Megaport MP1 reported a 42% lift in revenue to $51.2 million today. Uh, the stock uh, was up 2.7% today as well. Um, on the economic front, nothing of any interest there. In Asia, we've talked about the iron ore pricing in the Dalian Futures Exchange. And Eileen Go, I uh, have to say, or Gu, uh, class act on and off the piece, watching that 18-year-old uh, win that gold medal for China, even though she seems to be half Chinese and half American. Fantastic for the sport and a great ambassador and a great young person, the way she handled herself in the press conference. US and European news. We've all heard about the largest crypto bust. The scary thing was that this was the result of a heist back in 2016, which was only for around $100 million worth of Bitcoin. That Bitcoin is now worth $3.6 billion US. And so much for that promised anonymity. And Putin says that Macron is wrong on, its, on his interpretation of what the Russian said. So that is a bit of he said, she said kind of thing. The US Army has just released its first strategy report to fight climate change. All the weapons in the US Army will be carbon neutral and net zero by 2035. And butter prices are double from a year ago. U.S. is heading into a bake-off, it seems, at the moment. And BAP has rejected a call for super profits, as they would. They had the best year in eight years in their results yesterday. So oil is definitely not dead. That's it from me today. If you're listening to this on a podcast, you're not a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board. You can sign up for a free two-week trial on the website, marcustoday.com.au. Have a great evening. Thank you.